This is Audio Mode. Hey, 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 everybody. It's Audio Mo Day 3. Well, technically, as of this recording, we are still on Audio Mo Day 1, but I'm trying to get a couple out of the way and uh, so I can kind of focus on schoolwork this weekend and still not miss an Audio Mo challenge. So yeah, uh, welcome, welcome. It's almost 11 o'clock at night. My throat's a little bit hoarse. I've been talking quite a bit today, but um, I'm not going to be doing most of the talking in this Audio Mo, even though I am. <laughs> okay, I bet that's a bit confusing. So um, for this audio mo, I have a couple of passages, things that I wrote during the Christmas holiday. And I spent my Christmas alone, which is why the content is very dark. But I actually went and made a voice on the site 11 labs. It's been there for a while, but I made kind of a new and improved voice because I felt like my previous voice that I made was missing something. So for those who don't know, there is a site called 11 labs and it's basically a site where if you pay a subscription fee each month, you basically get to create your own synthesized voice. And this basically means You record about a five-minute sample, a very, very clean recording of just one person talking, you know, that being you, or if you want to record the voice of a dear friend or whatever. Um, Having a synthesized voice like this might be helpful for maybe an AI project that you want to do, maybe somebody who can't exactly talk could use an AI-generated synthesized voice and could maybe create some content that they're not able to, Uh, maybe it's helpful for like preserving your loved ones, like preserving voices of your loved ones. I personally wish I had recordings of some of my loved ones who have passed. And maybe that sounds a bit morbid to people, but to me, it's like, I remember people by their voices. In fact, uh, about six years ago, when a good friend of mine passed away, I remembered that he had sent me a folder with nothing but his voice recordings. And I literally, when I found out that he'd passed away after a good hour's worth of crying, I went back inside and I pulled up the folder that I had on my drive and I just spent the entire night listening to his voice recordings. So yes, AI has its purpose. I have kind of mixed feelings about AI. (laughs) AI can be kind of tricky, but I do enjoy the voice cloning that they do. So I'm going to play a couple of passages for you guys, and I want you to tell me what you think. The first one is probably the darkest of the two, and I'm going to play it now, and it's it didn't really have a title, and I pretty much celebrated my Christmas in isolation, so it kind of described how I was feeling. <laughs> But I thought it was fascinating because this is some pretty, pretty heavy content and my AI voice did pretty well narrating it. So we're going to hear that passage first and I will return and talk a little bit about the next passage. The room was filled with the heat of a million suns. Each wall was covered with glass that reflected the heat and made it even more unbearable. We all lie on the floor, grimacing in pain. The people outside celebrate, no doubt, the Christmas festivities. 
The music played from somewhere in the building, and we can all see the people clapping and marching in place outside its walls. I turned to see my friend, lying alone in a discarded heap against one of the locked doors. At least her soul would be free if not her body. Would the rest of us end up that way? This is the end, I'm afraid, one person said, almost in a moan as he tried to roll over on his blanket to get comfortable. Will this torture ever, ever cease? I knew it wouldn't. I'd been trapped in this chamber for many years now, watching familiar faces come and go, leaving with boundless energy, returning drained and pale. We'd stayed out long past our determined exploration period. We all knew socializing was a crime here, and yet we couldn't help ourselves. No lights were on in the black room. All we heard was the hearts beating, the varying levels of rattled breaths, and murmurs reverberating off the lonely ceiling. Another tune began to play, and I watched in horror as the festival-goers outside turned to face the building, singing gleefully, their mouths opened wide in disgusting exultation. They weren't celebrating because it was Christmas. No, they were celebrating our impending demise. The heat would soon dry up our bones and spirits. With no water, all we could do was lie there and die. One by one, a life would be snuffed out. The room would go quieter by the hour as each soul's body had reached its end. When would mine come? Could I be free? Would I truly? Knowing some of my friends were still trapped here made my heart ache, and even though they were lying just feet away, some sleeping, some moaning in agony, I felt the loneliest I'd ever been. The festival-goers began dancing in place to the Christmas music. The melodies made me sick. They played in soothing merriment, almost like a bouncing, bustling mother, tending to each one of her charges, hoping to soothe away our nightmares. There, there now, I could almost hear the music saying to all of us, It will be over soon. Just breathe. I wanted to close my eyes. I wanted to breathe no more. I could no longer bear the sounds of struggle. My heart couldn't take the pain. The wails and groans that occasionally escaped faraway corners of the room made me shudder. Not being able to move or help the wounded dried up my spirits faster than the awful heat. Outside it began to rain. Fresh, crystal-clear droplets tapped playfully on the panes of glass surrounding us, joining in rhythm with the songs that played for the dancers, who were now tilting their heads back, catching raindrops on their tongue like a blessed elixir from the heavens. They turned satisfied, dripping faces on us, smiles wide and wild, some toothless, some with tongues almost thrashing at the air. Their dancing forms almost seemed to spell out a message. Welcome, welcome to planet Earth. Hope you enjoy your stay. Okay, so yeah, that passage, again, a bit morbid, but to be honest with you, I really like the way this AI voice narrated this, and so I wanted to share that. Our next passage actually does have a title. It was called The Torn Manuscript. Unfortunately, I ran out of characters, to generate for the month, so I only got to generate an excerpt of this next passage. But I hope you guys find this one interesting as well. The Torn Manuscript Tiny shreds of my shatter past still cling to the spine, but before me lies a blank page. All the memories were removed for my protection, they say. All the memories, the celebration, laughter, fun, even the sad times, all of them have been deleted by eager hands. The Christmas bells ring outside, chiming the hour. There are people downstairs dancing to the music playing on the local radio station. I'm tired and my head is pounding. I came into my room, looking for some peace and quiet after the festival, but the empty book on my bed was a gift I was not ready for. It was placed on my pillow with a small note attached. Fill this book with new precious memories. 
the note said. So I was supposed to forget about my old life while writing new chapters in a book that not only had pages obviously torn from it, but also had the inscription on the cover written by my mother over 20 years ago. So I'm supposed to write memories while staring at that inscription, never to return to those days ever again. I wondered if this was their plan. Was this the work of a sadistic anti-Christmas asshole who had nothing better to do with their time? I can't imagine any of the elders would really go to such lengths and expect me to do the same. I can't erase a past that taught me so much about the future. Where would I go from here? How do I reminisce on a holiday that isn't even mine anymore? How do I look back at a shadowless void that follows me everywhere I go, taunting me with little shards of memories floating by, and attempt to enjoy a festive celebration? I slipped the broken book under my bed. I tried concentrating on the memories that still clung to the edges of my mind. I wanted to write them down, but on sheets of paper that wouldn't be added to my books. With trembling hands, I pull my notebook out of my backpack and begin to write frantically. I'll try and replace as many memories as I can find, but I know I'll have to hide it. The elders will surely discover this, and I wasn't going to let them take away what memories I had left. A steady knocking on my door pulled me from my thoughts. "'Who's there?' I called out. The door opened and my sister Linda stood there, her hair still wet from her shower and clinging to her like a protective shield around her back and arms. She still wore her bathrobe and clutched a cup of what looked like coffee in her hands. "'You coming downstairs? It's time for breakfast?' "'No, thanks. I'm not hungry,' I reply, without looking up from my notebook. "'What are you doing?' she asks. Just writing down some stuff, I say. I briefly look over my shoulder and notice she's walking toward my bed, a curious gleam in her eye. Oh, come on, tell me. Most of what Julia writes is super boring, but you know how to write. Your stories always have me hooked. She sits down on the bed and taps me on the arm. Hey, where's your life story? She says matter-of-factly. This is by far probably the weirdest AI stuff I've ever heard. So for those who have been playing around with Eleven Labs, keep up your great work. I've heard some audio productions with your AI and it sounds great. So keep it up. For those who haven't tried it, play around with it. Do a recording of your voice. Make sure it's, you know, a decent quality and, you know, kind of go out there and and maybe generate some audio mos of your own with AI. I mean, that should be kind of fun. So I hope you guys enjoyed this one and I will be back in audio mode day four. All right. Take care. Bye-bye now.